It's getting a little crowded in Norman's bedroom with all four of you in there. Yeah, it is. But you are all <laughs> convened and um, you are holding uh, copies that uh, William and Marcy have been frantically making in the library of various types of records and you know, old yearbooks, old local newspapers. Um, you know, one of you is opening up your computer and looking at, you know, cross-referencing with like old uh, magazines and such that these people's names appear in. And what is coming together is a, um, what seems like a pretty common pattern of um, beginning in 1992 and then um, a similar phenomenon happens in 96. And then um, there's one in 2005. There's one in um, 2012. And then there hasn't been one since 2012. So there's not like a set interval. There's not a set interval. No. Okay. There are some factors in common. Um, Beginning in 1992, there are students who um, are almost always from legacy families, almost always from wealthy backgrounds, who um, graduate in one of these um, one of these years, and then between 10, 15, sometimes even 20 years later, um, hit either a CEO position or you know become some kind of you know financial big shot um or you know hold some kind of office um you know higher up at the government or is just simply fabulously wealthy um you know you mm. see the the captains of industry um you know represented in this list um so that's the one thing is you can trace all these people back to these few graduation years, you know, 92, 96, 05, 2012. And those same years, there are also students that go missing. You can trace back three or four students that, you know, are either missing and never seen again, or their um, death is investigated and found to be a car accident or drug overdose or even, you know, there's a couple that are put down to suicide. Um, so there seems to be, um, you know, student deaths aren't uncommon, you know, at a university, just statistically. But for this small of a school, you know, there, there's um, 2,000 undergrads, you know, very small school and for three or four students to die every few years um the same year as people are graduating who go on to be you know achieve some kind of greatness um this both this both corroborates uh dr armand's theory in some way that um this almost does seem to be you know this is definitely a phenomenon in this school, but it also complicates it in that there are also people dying in 
the same year that this happens that almost seems to be connected in some way. So that's what y'all have found out in the um in those two weeks you've been in the library. Has William noticed anything like especially different? Um, like connections with names? Because I know that we know somehow like Born Traeger and Armand have appeared in like books getting checked out before. So like he he knows that. He knows that like he's from a legacy family. So I feel like he's talking with his dad and trying to like keep it low key, but check out these people and see what his dad knows. And uh, I think William's like been like doing some like hit the dirt investigating. Yeah. So um, you actually did find uh, you found Paris born Traeger and you found um, Maisam Arman and um, yeah, they are both were actually, you know, in the same year as your dad. Um, he knew of them, but didn't know them. Cause like I said, it's a small school. Um, right. So yeah. he definitely, definitely had seen them, seen them around campus. If not like had classes with either of them. Um, and, uh, they graduated in the same year, uh, but neither of them were in the Latin club like he was. Um, and you find, uh, that, um, you find an obituary for a dead grandparent of, um, of Mysim Arman that, um, lists Basri as his husband. You know, it's like survived by grandson Mysim and husband Basri kind of thing. Okay. There's that connection. Uh, and I'm just going to say you talk to Calvin at some point in these two weeks, maybe mm -hmm. at a Latin club meeting, you know, and he doesn't even try to hide that information. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, she's my mom. What of it? Interesting. Okay. I love that little Polar Express kid. Yep. He is, <laughs> you know, you can't see his face because he wears that helmet all the time, but I'm sure you're fucking imagining the Polar, the Polar Express, Express kid. kid. Yeah. <laughs> can't stop. <laughs> all I got was freaking underwear. Um, it's like the only line I remember from that kid. Um, so William is just relays all that. The, like the stuff that just William is, he relays that to everybody and says, you know, so Paris, who, uh, Paris, who checked out the book, uh, is Calvin's mom. And, um, my son, who also checked out the book, is apparently Professor Armand's husband. Hmm. Wait, and so, like, but you're also saying that, like, there are these years that people died and, like, yes, others yeah. gained no notoriety? Yeah, it seems like graduating classes from 92, 96, 05, and 2012, some kind of, like, legacy, or they come from money members of the latin club go on to do great things but also that same those same years students go missing they die some are chalked up to suicide auto accidents any kind of accidental death uh so are we thinking like some sort of magic is that what we're or what what 
what a 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 you know i i think outside of that stroke there's there's a couple big questions that popped to my mind about this one why the escalation everything else in those years has been written about like oh a disappearance a suicide but never grisly murder What's different? It feels like someone's trying to draw attention to this in a way. Because norm- normally it seems like it's an accident, but this time it- there's clear intent. I have a theory it's far-fetched. And I will openly admit that it's far-fetched. Great Pokemon. I was going to say it's a I Pokemon. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say I love that know, one. More of a ghastly fan myself, but whatever. Um, I mean, like, there are so many Pokemon, but go on. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, let's name them all in a rap. Yeah, sure. Let's go all. right now. William would definitely be a ghost type trainer, though. Okay, yeah, let's continue. Very accurate. Like ghost psychic, maybe. You know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We all know I've hypnotized people in the past. I also one person. Me. You did it one, once. Uh, listen, once. listen. It counts. I yeah, also but you. Know anyways, because of reasons. That I will not go into quite yet. There are other vampires in this town. At least one other. What? What? Are they at the blood bank? That would Hold be on, smart. right? Right. Cannot, that's pretty cannot, genius. Cannot, cannot Hold on. You can't just pull that out of thin air. I'm just like, I'm a player and I know what's going on. No, that one. That one was. That one was Cordell. That was the Cordell the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> Cordell, how many times do I have to tell you? You can't eavesdrop on us. Scruffy. Scruffy the chair. Scruffy. Yep. Yep. Blood bank. Yep. Was that the blood bank? I bet. Oh, so vampires are real? Cool. Norman closes closes the door and locks it so no more janitors can come by. But there is at least one other vampire, and there could be more. That's all I know. So if we have at least... You know, I don't think what I'm doing is magic, but if you want to believe it is. Are you kidding me right now? It's not magic. Anyway, if you want to believe it is, how do we know that people weren't hypnotized to write up that it was suicide when it was really a murder? There are so many possibilities Mm -hmm. out here because nothing's off the table. This table is really cluttered. If we're Uh, we're we're, putting uh, everything on the table. Or what? Yeah. What did, well, did you need to? Well, I had like my second point, and then also a question regarding that. Uh, but I'll I'll disregard the first, the second point because I'll bring that up later. Have we, Miranda? Have we looked at news reports from the most recent murders? Have we looked at what's been published? Yeah, you can. Um, we'll say that was part of. Part of the research, you know, was that if this year is another one of those years, you know, um, trying to figure out getting a bigger picture of what's going on. And it seems like since these are still unsolved crimes, they're still largely kept quiet about it in um, in the media. Besides, you know, it seems like they're trying to prevent hysteria right now. So there might sometimes be a news story, you know, an online, online article like, um, you know. Should we be worried about, you know, about a serial killer? Here's why not or why, you know, is like mm-hmm. no new leads in this in these cases so far. Things like that. 
Is social media complicating that at all? Um, yeah. So there have been a few like anonymous accounts created on Twitter. The things like you know, keep our campus safe, and why is no one taking this more seriously? You know, um, there's definitely it seems like student run accounts that are calling into question the school's inaction regarding these murders. I mean, that was that was just my question. I was wondering if. If this yeah, year no, people really have been question. like, ah, oh, look at this weird suicide that was pretty normal, you know, like, yeah. yeah. No, these are definitely being treated right now as homicide investigations. Okay. Okay. Well, if we're putting everything on the table, William, your dad was a legacy member, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And- William, your family has been going to the school pretty much. Like, since the school was founded. Yeah. But, like, of Latin Club specifically, right? Right. And he's kind of in a position of power? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's running. Do you see where I'm I'm getting at? No, I see what you're, I see what you're getting at. I don't. I don't know how we can know. I'm just stating a, I thought I had. It does kind of line up, even if it sucks. But I think it's also the fact that this is graduating classes that are getting the benefit. I'm not graduating for another four years. No, but your dad was in the club. I I know, and I'm trying not to think of the fact that... What I'm saying is he could have been a beneficiary of this, like, whatever magic. But, like, it could have also been, like, unknowing... There are so Unknowing, many people. Yeah. It's, there I are don't, so many options. I don't, I don't think they would just like approach someone and say, like, hey, we did a sacrifice so that you could succeed or whatever. No, but, like, how many, how many of the murders happened versus how many people went on to do great things? Like, is it a one-to-one? That's a very good question. Would, All would I know I is know that, that, like, I think, it, I think it's really weird that they were all apparent um suicides or accidents but this one was clearly set up to look like a murder like they like the fact that morgan was killed somewhere else and then brought on to be put on display that looks like some sort of clear sign so miranda does william know if it's like a one-to-one ratio it do- it definitely seems like it. it definitely seems like the same it's usually between three to five and um, all four of these years, it's been the same number of students that turn up missing or dead as have graduated and gone on to succeed. Um, that said, um, looking at the patterns, um, you know, you can kind of pinpoint which students themselves. Um, it's a little more difficult with the current Latin club, but There are three members who are seniors this year that, I don't know if I've said this, but like in-game it's 2020, um, because that's just when I started writing this campaign. Uh, So there are three seniors in the Latin Club right now um, that are still living. So after Morgan died, there are... Tedward is a... Senior writer. Tedward is a senior. Yes, he is a senior. Okay. Ted Duncan Donahue is a senior. So Um, far, two Latin Club members have died. 
Yes, one has been one has been uh, senior Morgan McGowan, and the other has been um, sophomore Jose Fuentes. Hmm. But yes, there are three seniors this year. There's Ted Duncan Donahue, Mary Agnes Wells, and Alfred Kentrell. All seem to be from wealthy families who um, are listed as, as donors to the university and um, are uh, either wealthy donor families and they all um, seem to be making like you know, they all are in, like, you know, highest honors range of, um, well, actually, I don't think you would know someone else's grades. That'd be weird. So, scratch they that. They just seem but, to be smart people. Um, not they all have they glasses. Smart people, but they seem to... Um, Exude success. Yes, yeah. They seem to be, you know, they're definitely get, they definitely get praised by... Um, by Dr. Brecken, you know, he's the only, um, you're not really in a class with any seniors, so you're not really in their classes, but they definitely do get praised by Dr. Brecken a lot, so you can assume that they're other teachers' favorites. Um, you can probably, the school paper has printed their names before as, you know, winning awards and that kind of thing. Um, so you can guess they're performing well academically. Um, and the two that were killed um you know from ted that morgan was a scholarship student um that he was on you know substantial academic scholarship um and you know that um jose fuentes was um you knew just from the few interactions you had with him that he's um, definitely not from any kind of wealth. Um, in fact, it does seem to be more often than not lower income students of color that are being targeted. That was my next question. Man, that sucks. William pulls out his phone. And texts his... Look out, he's got a phone! <laughs> William texts his dad um, and says, weird question, I know, uh, period. And then, like, new line. Do you remember any students going missing while you were at school? And after a few moments, he texts back. Yeah, sport. Uh, sorry to say, it was, um, kind of a shock. I remember, uh, oh, there was over Christmas break, um, oh, I don't remember, I don't remember her name, but there was a, there was a kid in the club that, uh, got caught in just a horrific, uh, auto accident, um, and it was one of those, like, it was a, it was a hit and run, and, you know, uh, they didn't find her body or the car for several days. It was horrifying. Um, and yeah, there were, come to think of it, there were a couple others uh, my graduating year, same year that, uh, um, that went missing from the club, too. It was freakish and tragic. Um, he just replies and says, thanks, just curious. You, think, you, you still doing well? Are you 
still, Tess Beck, are you still in, are you still participating in Latin Club? Yes, yeah, still participating, still, still doing good, just, uh, just, uh, doing fine. And he texts back, good, stick with it. You know that I've sacrificed a lot for you to go to this school and be in that club, and frankly, it'll serve you well if you, if you stay with it your entire time at Monaghan. William just kind of looks at the rest of the group and just says, okay, uh, weird stuff. I'll tell you in a second. And then he replies, thanks. And sends. Okay. Um, who are you talking to? <laughs> also, every time he says thanks, it auto corrects to fangs. Fangs. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Fang. That's good. Uh, he looks at it and says, so, uh, uh, oh, to, uh, is that, uh, Norman, do you That's know, me? do you know of any way that we could access school financial records? Oh, gosh, um, do I, does Norman? <laughs> uh, you know that, um, there are a few administrative staff members that have access to that kind of thing that, um. You know, there are some things that are made pu- public, like the school's budget. Um, and then mm-hmm. there, is, um, there is the dean of students and the dean of diversity and recruitment that run the, um, the student telethon that um, they would have access to, like, donor records and donation records. Okay, so yeah, what kind of what kind of financial records were you thinking? I'm thinking if we look at donations sent, we can track parents' donations to who succeeds from Latin Club. Okay. Could I make a roll to see if the person who is in charge likes me? And knows me from childhood. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll call that um, we'll call that a contact. Um, okay. Yeah. Like establishing a contact. Uh, so, um, let's see. Since it's just that people would know you from your childhood, um, and trying to decide, you usually true. You usually make the role based on. Um, what you want them to help you with you know okay um yeah you know what um you're pretty good at public relations right that's one of your main Um, skills yes okay go ahead and roll that i think that'll work okay that's that's a success okay um awesome then uh yeah you know that um porter antilles the dean of students who you all met because he was, um, you know, he wanted to be present for all contact that students had with the police or the press. Um, mm-hmm. And you also know he was friends with your parents, um, or is, I guess, friends with your parents, and um, yeah, knew a you out. a little from when you were a kid. Okay. I think I know just the guy. Transition to going. To- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, Anything else in the room we need to do before we head out? All right, let's go. I was say, are you asking me <laughs> or your fellow investigators? I was asking the Norman was asking the investigators. <laughs> I don't Our know. secret we had a handshake, clean of course. Transition. Norman just walks up and gives everybody a hug. Yeah. Because that's a secret handshake. Oh, secret handshake is just a big hug. That's precious and good. Hey. Okay, then let's go. So, um, yeah, you get to um, Dean and Tilly's office, and I assume you do your cursed um, four-way knock. Knock, knock, knock. knock, (laughs) Yep. It's horrible. It sounds like someone's trying to break it. Jesus Christ, come in. Hey, it's me. Your best friend. <laughs> Ooh, welcome. Uh, welcome, Norman. It's been a while since I've been over to your parents' place. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's really good to see you. You Glad gotta come it... over for some dinner sometime. Yeah, I hope this meeting is under better circumstances than the last time you all were in my office. Uh, yeah, kinda. I think William was kinda curious about some stuff with his dad, possibly? Um... Go for it. Uh, quick question, William. What's your dad's name? William. Yeah. Are you? Um, I'm gonna say you're a third. Yeah. So your dad that would works. be William Calhane Jr. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. I I knew Will here. Um. Yeah. He was. Uh. He was a couple years older than me, but I I knew of him well. He was pretty popular on campus. And he, um, yeah, he's still, he's a, he's a regular contributor to, to, uh, several school programs. Right. I was, I was just kind of curious cause like I was calling him the other day and he said something about like, oh, well I've given a lot of money and blah, 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 blah. And I, I was just kind of curious. Can I like, is there like a donor records thing I could see just cause like, I want to, you know, I always want to look. Well, uh, I have here the, um, the call list for the telethon. Um, I can give you that if you wanted to, um, reach out to any of your dad's old buddies from school. And, um, you know, we always can use, uh, volunteers or you, if you were interested, we could, um, take you on as, uh, as a student worker. But yeah, if you want to, um, ever wanted to come by and help out with the telethon sometime, we could um, set you up with our, with our call list. That would be great. Yeah. If I could see the call list, just cause like, you know, there's some people, you know, I may know them. So, you know, getting in contact with them, I could just text some of them and just be like, yo, money. Yes. Um, <laughs> your, now that you mentioned your father, he in particular, um, he, it's interesting. You mentioned that he, gives a lot he does um he he particularly he contributes to uh the trustees fund for excellence and that is his main his main contribution he contributes heavily to that each year interesting okay uh is there any of his friends that do like you know there's obviously i know some of his old classmates he talks about them enough <laughs> you know how that is yes um yeah the uh Maybe it's just that uh, that fund was started his senior year and um, is the primary uh, source of funding for the Latin Club that 
I hear you are also in as well. Um, uh, he and several of his classmates donate to the, the trustees fund for excellence. Well, you know, since we're all members of Latin Club, we certainly appreciate it. And, you know, even if nothing, it would be good if we got a list so we could reach out and say thank you, you know, just fund the club that we all love. Right, guys? Yeah. 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 yeah I love it. Also, like, yeah, take that student worker job, you know, money. Money's money. I mean, it, it talks and walks and yeah, buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you, um, yeah, if you want to head on over to the, uh, to the call center, it's right here in the admin building. It's, uh, just down one floor and, um, to, to the right off the main staircase, uh, then uh, we can get you connected. Um, I believe Dean Heap is down there now if you wanted to talk to her and, um, yeah, we always really do appreciate when students are willing to help keep this university afloat and talk to donors. So thank you. Thank you all for coming in. Yeah, yeah it's no problem. Of course. I had a great time. Yeah, this has been uh, really good. I'll let my mom know you say hi. Please do. I'm looking forward to seeing her again. Nice. Yeah, Come over anytime. Yeah, William walks out. Yeah, Norman follows. Yeah. I'm Does gonna... finger guns on the way out. Nice. Because this guy's my friend. <laughs> this is your close personal friend, the Dean. This is my close family friend, Dr. Dean. Dr. Dean, the Dean of Dean. <laughs> the Dean of Dean and Dean. The Dean of Dean and Dean. Dean and Dean. My favorite leave. Dean-themed oh my uh, D&D podcast. So, <laughs> what happens next? I think as soon as they get like out of earshot and are like kind of in like a isolated space where it's just the four of us again, William kind of like stops and does a heel turn and turns around and just says, we're all thinking the same thing, right? I mean, I would assume so. Yeah, you just you say it first and we'll all tell you whether we were saying yeah, and it we'll or not. Yeah, we'll agree or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Every kid of a parent that is donating to that trust fund right now is probably the kids that are being set up to succeed. Yeah. yeah. And possibly yeah, the sense. kids doing the murdering? That's I'm what I was sure. thinking, too. I, yeah, see, you know, I don't want to think that, though, because I don't want to put my dad as a murderer. Wait, oh, wait. Okay, I thought you were saying that uh, William was doing the murdering, which I, I guess wouldn't be too far off if like you no they've got they've got four years to groom him into a murderer so like that's further guess, down the line well i mean like this could also be like like did the murders happen the year they graduated or was it like yeah yeah okay did the murders happen the year they graduated so right now if if we're saying that the kids are the murderers and that means tedward is a suspect again well yeah it'd have to be one of the yeah and yeah. do you really think tedward be be okay with we all, we all realized they dated, right? They were definitely Yeah, they yeah we, we, we all understood that. We don't have to say Did that out loud really, to him. Do you really think, yeah, do you really think that he would be okay with Morgan dying? Well, I don't know. I mean, how much pressure is this cabal of life influencers? Yeah, that's... Yeah, and, like, people can act and pretend. You know that, right? Yeah, like, people could be lying to us. I'm a theater major. Obviously, I know this. 
Yeah. Well, whenever we actually talked to Tedward, I I don't know. I saw a broken man. Um But we just so said the whole know. thing about acting though. Did your dice see a broken man? Yes. They did. Okay, okay. As okay. Sammy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally okay. yes. Then I'm okay with <laughs> dropping that lead. <laughs> that's what I that's why I was trying. An incredible yeah. psychology role gave showed him a broken man. <laughs> But then again, yeah. he could also be broken from having to murder his boyfriend. So that's another. That's thing. also true. The, um, but if that's true, then that means my dad murdered people. Yeah, probably. I don't want to think. Yeah, I don't like to think about that. I don't want him to Do be you, a murderer. This is not the best time to really talk. Do you want to like deal in fantasy land or do you want to deal with the truth? Yeah, because, because he might be a murderer. Also, you're a I'm vampire sorry, who has killed someone. <laughs> oh Why did that God. sound like Alex Jones? <laughs> okay, listen. I want to deal in truth. They're I, turning I the frogs gay. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Do um, you understand that? Do you want to deal with the fantasy or do you want to deal with real life? <laughs> <laughs> you got to take my supplements if you want to be as strong as I am. If you want to get vampire powers, you got to be taking my supplements every day. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I oh think God. as soon as as soon as soon uh, Reggie says, like, do you want to deal in truth or do you want to deal with fantasy? William looks at you and he is pissed. Like, entirely pissed at you now. And just says, I have accidentally killed someone before, and that made me almost want to kill myself, and I'm a vampire who's practically immortal. Get that in your head right now. I don't think my dad, who is running on stuff to try and save people's lives, who's running on good things, is going to be capable of murder. Do you understand that? Reggie matches him in posture and gets right up close to his face, too, and he says, You think I haven't killed you think I don't feel that weight? And then he walks away. Let's reconvene later. This is a lot right now. Yeah. Let's I, let's yeah. let's take a breather. We can go to Waffle House later. Yeah, we'll yeah, what? Yeah. Waffle House burned, burned down. down. Everything oh, is damn it, bad. I already forgot. No, wait, there's another Waffle House. There's always another Waffle House. There's I think the like uh Pancake Cathedral or whatever. Oh yeah, I forgot but also about the Reggie's gone. Cathedral. He's he's down the hall and leaving. So that was I'm not here. the janitor again. Except yeah. we did hear you say that though, because you were still in earshot, muttering it under your breath. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "There's still the there's still the Pancake, pancake Cathedral. That's where I eat my supplements." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think it's safe to say that for the next couple of days, things are. Pretty tense. Yeah. Between all of you. Um, and, you know, maybe you, you know, you see each other in class, but you, um, you know, all make separate decisions, you know, to sit not together. And um, I think, I think I, here's the thing, though. Marcy. I feel like I feel like I feel like that would work for Reggie and William. I don't have any like tension with like. Norman, or yeah. like honestly, the rest of them. Yeah. Like, I feel that's like, I, I, yeah, I think Reggie honestly, and William live together. <laughs> yeah, so well, that's gonna be. Gonna say, I yeah. think, I think at least for that night, maybe a few nights. Red, like William, 
like literally is just like Norman. Can I just sleep up on a couch in your room? Yeah. I don't want to yeah, be with. That's him. fine. Or I was okay. even picturing like one of you, um, you know, one of you pretends to be asleep when the other gets back to the room, kind of thing. And this probably goes on a few days, and I imagine Reggie and William. Correct me if I'm wrong, but probably both of you start avoiding the other two just because they're okay with each other and you know almost it's almost upsetting that they're not taking sides you know um so you know norman and marcy y'all are still cool with each other um but the other two in avoiding each other also kind of start avoiding you i still invite them to smash every night Reggie goes and takes a hammock out into the woods near where he got chained up and sleeps there. Like, he comes back to the room for his stuff, but he's sleeping outside to clear his head. Okay. Um, so after a few days of this, we'll say like, you know, two, three days, eventually, who would you say is the first one to kind of, to reach out? I was going to say like Norman and Marcy could like just schedule a, waffle house thing for like all of us to like try and squash this so we can get back to working as a team again yeah if that doesn't work that's fine but or just it, do the whole invite them separately to yeah the smash. that's and the we, only we way parent trap yeah. them i really yeah we parent trap that's them. the only way you're gonna get us in the room together hey reggie so uh do you want to come play smash tonight it'll it'll be fun will william be there no no way no way not at all okay fine I'll bring my marijuana. Hey, William. <laughs> and then, and then, no, 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 I'll text William. Okay, good idea, good idea. Hey, William, uh, you want to meet up at uh, Norman's and play some Smash tonight? Fine, but tell him where we have to play Brawl because I want a good version of Meta Knight again. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I have to bring out my whole Wii. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, we have to play it on the Wii. Oh, frick. Okay, sure. And then, I'll, I'll tell. I'll, I'll tell you can play it on the Wii U. Like the Wii U. Well, no, still none saying. of us have a Wii, Wii U. We have a Wii, and we have a. Switch. No one had to go a Wii get U. a Wii U. Oh, God damn. Wii U. Wii U. Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think I was just and, thinking that. I think me and Marcy stand behind the door. So somebody comes in first, and then we stand by the door. And when the next one. Norman closes it and locks it. Yeah. You guys got to work this out because you guys are being silly. Yeah. Who who gets there first? I don't. That's a good question. That is a good question. I feel like Reggie would first. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. That makes sense because, you know, Marcy probably gets or maybe Marcy and Reggie come together. You yeah. Know, since Marcy invited him. Yeah. And um. I Wait, think we really have a Thursday evening class together. Maybe I'm wrong in that. Yeah, sure. Um, so Marcy brings just William. Sits. Marcy brings William because I invited William. Yes, I yeah. can do that. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Reggie is just already in in Norman's room, sitting on one of the bean bags, smoking a joint in yes. Norman's room. <laughs> yep. It's it's it's. I I would have okay. It's well rolled. It's well rolled. It's well rolled. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually well rolled. Yeah. Yeah, totes. And the window's open, to be fair. He's, yeah, he's very good at weed, and the window's open because he's respectful at weed, too. And the shower's on. 
And what else is, yeah, what else is happening in there, Cordell? <laughs> yeah, Cordell <laughs> to make how it not exactly smell. Is Reggie both good and respectful at weed? <laughs> he, uh, he, he lit a really good candle. Um, and he's, he's put a towel up against the door, like at the crack underneath it. Well, Norman's going to do that after William walks in. Okay, yeah. Which is but... with which is with Marcy right? Bah. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here. Oh, Reggie's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, closed door. Lock. Yeah, and then we're out. Put the towel and down. The and um uh, Marcy is holding the door closed with her immeasurable well, I strength. thought we were still going to be in there. Oh, I thought I thought we were locking them in them in their no, no, with no, each no, no, other. No. We still gotta mediate. Oh, sure. Yeah. That works. We still got yeah. we still gotta mediate. I thought, I thought you were okay, I so thought lock you were the door. We squash the, they squash the beef after we like trapped them in there with each other. <laughs> no, 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 no. You Marcy, you still need to stand by the door and guard it though. Yeah, I'll do that. Please. They're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Okay. I got this. Do you guys really want to trap a couple of supernatural monsters and predators in the room with you while you're we're not, both yes. livid? First of all, because I know you're not going to kill us because that would scar you for life, you moron. Like, <laughs> oh, also, Norman it. pulls out the gun that yeah, Reggie never took. <laughs> I'm not took scared from, at all. So This took it from fucking parent trap to insane measures okay well i wasn't gonna bring it out until reggie threatened are you trying to mediate a fight with a gun no but you threatened yeah you did you did super threaten us it was an observation i don't even i I, you never took it back you never took it back so it's mine now (laughs) william moves to try and leave no come on you two have to figure this out i know this is hard and i know this is a lot for us to figure out as freshmen Especially like all of this dropped on us within like our first few weeks here, but we have got to work together as a team or else none of this is going to end up right. Yeah. We might not even end up outright. So please just like talk to each other. We can't just have this whole separate, but together thing with a team it's just not gonna work that's not how friendships work exactly you guys have got to talk this out because giving each other the cold shoulder is just gonna lead to more and more resentment and that's not gonna solve anything i did never gave him the cold shoulder uh, you know what i'm saying just like apologize he like adults my he accused my dad of being a murderer and frankly hey bullshit william that's basically what i was doing when i was bringing it up in the first place and you're not mad at me Oh no, I am, but you're a, you're an unpunchable person. Like, yeah. <laughs> like look at you. You're basically like a body pillow that can move and walk and talk. Like, you're the you're the most agreeable human ever. Like, all right, that's some of the nicest things that's been ever, ever been said about me. But this is not about me right now. Yeah, we're gonna need okay? to focus on Reg here. And Reggie, you also need to apologize. Both of you do. I don't know why I need to apologize for pointing out the obvious that if people have to get killed for this, maybe it's the people benefiting. Obviously, but you gotta handle this with more tact. It's his freaking dad, dude. You both are being, and excuse my French, a bunch of real jerks. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It's like, I, I get it's a lot on both of your ends, and like, I can't imagine what you both are going through. But still, for real, literally, I cannot. 
that's in a, in the same way you are both kind of cursed with creaturedom. You understand each other better than anyone else. Also, we're like friends. Yeah. And like we have to like be here for each other. Sometimes you look past when your friend's an asshole to you. Yeah. Because it's better for the friendship. I'm sorry, it's more of an asshole thing to say that the fact that I'm in the position I am and that my whole family's position is what it is is because my dad decided to murder people. I'm sorry, that's more than being an asshole. That's being a fucking ridiculous person. And I know that people died. I know that people died, and that's part of the reason I'm here, but my dad did not do it, goddammit. Okay. Then we'll look at the rest of the evidence, and we'll figure this out as we Let's go. Let's figure this out. Yeah. But we need to figure this cool. out together. I know you two believe that. I want to hear it from him. Fucking say it, Reggie. So, so you want me to say that because it upsets you, a possibility can't be possible? Is that what you want me to tell you? I want you to say that it is not the biggest possibility, at least. And then I'll be okay with you. Our friend, I'll sleep in the same room with you again, I guess. There is slightly greater than a snowball's chance in hell that it is not the biggest possibility of the possibilities we've been confronted with. Let me leave. Y'all, come on. Let me leave. Just like, we gotta get this figured out. We can't. Like, we can't all try to solve this mystery on our own here. Or one of us is going to get targeted next. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I have... I, I have trustee armor. I'm not dying. Cool. Good. Yeah. Going to be really hard to indoctrinate you. Yeah. All right. How about both of you guys leave because this is not working at all. You're not... Neither of you are helping. So me and Marcy will just figure this out because you guys obviously don't want to help. No, so you guys are just this, gonna I okay. want to solve this mystery, okay. but I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to You care more about your pride and that your dad possibly did, did didn't do something than saving people's lives, trying to help people. You're literally there are probably there could be some Latin Club members in trouble literally the second and you're more mad that reggie said some asshole bullshit that he shouldn't have said than worrying about these people that are dying so like i'm i'm done if you guys aren't gonna be actual human beings about this i'm sorry i know you're not human beings i mean i, I mean think they are technically they are, they're, they're people still they're people am. we can still treat okay, them as people baby. they're not like second class citizens i get what, you, I get what <laughs> like, you're saying you're right you're okay right, you're right, you're right, you're okay right. fine fine William, I was a dick, and I shouldn't have been, and you deserve more grace than I was giving, because it is a hard situation you might find yourself in, and I, I'm sorry. William, do you have anything to say? Please, man. Sorry, I put my pride above the actual people getting murdered and and um, I was uh, ass and 
Sorry. There. All right. Now, William, just let it out. Give me one good punch to the chest and let's move on. Oh, William hauls off. Like, it is a, <laughs> it is a like, hit. It is big. No. Ooh, Wait, he's going to Hulk out. <laughs> contested strength. Okay, uh, let's do this. I succeeded Ooh. 40 uh, with my strength being 75. Okay. Uh, and oh, man. You failed. A normal success yeah. beats a fail. So, <laughs> yeah, you punch him yeah. good. I get punched real good. Um, and uh, do you have a damage bonus or is it just plus zero? Uh, At the top. Yeah, there's a under major wound. I don't see any damage bonus, no. Yeah, it'd be under like your weapons. It'd just be like unarmed attack. Um... I think your size and strength are normal, so you probably don't um, have a damage bonus. Yeah. So, so you it's would just, just. Yeah. So just for fun, roll uh, 1d3. Uh, 1d3. Three. Oof. Three. Okay. Um, you take three points of damage, um, Reggie. Hospital. Yep. week. And then. After giving a good punch in real life, you then proceed to smash it out in the video game world. Um, and you guys play for hours into the night. Um, and because Cordell is 21, um, or plus, I don't know Reggie. why this Reggie. episode I'm confusing <laughs> Reggie and Cordell so much. Um, well, they both have an extensive knowledge of weed. That's <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, since um, yeah, since Reggie is twenty-one, he he breaks out the booze. Y'all, yeah, you make a night of it, and um, at the end of the night, you all just crash the fuck out, um, just on the floor of Norman's room, and you all go to sleep together. Uh, one happy dysfunctional family. <laughs> and it is Friday morning. Uh, and you are all slow in waking up. Um, it feels like your minds are, are all sluggish and foggy, almost as if you're swimming, but on dry land. Um, you each have a pounding headache. Uh, that puff of the gas I took last night really but fucked me up. But the first thing you do become aware of is that you are not in Norman's room anymore. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. You look around and you see pews and stained glass windows. Um, and you turn around behind you and you see um, the altar. Uh, have any of you been, do you think, in the school's chapel before? No. Norman definitely would have just because. William, William's avoided it. Yeah, and I would imagine, you know, Norman, you might have done, like, photography shit for friends there or something because it's a pretty place, you know? Yeah. Does this actually also hurt William? 
No, it doesn't seem to really okay. affect him to just be in a religious space. It doesn't hurt. It just feels weird. It's just like, eh. That's more about his issues <laughs> with religion and not being a vampire, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, you take a closer look at the altar, and uh, it's kind of horrifying. Um, there's someone sitting behind the altar in a metal folding chair um, as if she's seated at a dinner table. Um, If you haven't been in like a Catholic adjacent church, you know, there's usually, um, you know, a a hanging, right, of um, cloth in whatever color is associated with the liturgical season. And there's usually candles on there. Um, And so at this point, there are candles and there are vases of flowers um but this time there is a person uh seated behind it um as if at a dinner table uh garlands of flowers just hanging around her neck and a flower crown in her hair um her head is bowed over the altar as if in prayer um and if you look closer on the altar is just an undefinable mass um in just several shades of red and purple. Um, and you can smell wine and some kind of, of incense. Um, and the person isn't moving. I, I get up and go check on her. Okay. Um, you can see as you get closer that she is wearing a white like a nice white suit um like a three-piece suit um and the um the vest right you can see inside the jacket that the vest is just um completely stained red in the front um and there's no obviously visible wound so it's almost as if something has happened to this person and then she was dressed. Um, that's the impression you get. Um, and are all of you face, facing the altar at this point? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, behind you, you hear a voice. Don't move. And as you slowly turn around you see um you may not recognize but who is the uh the school chaplain she has a um t-shirt on that identifies her as such um in in like it's like a t-shirt clerical collar um combination as if to kind of look both casual and official you know cash official yeah and it says you know Barton Chapel at the at Monaghan University, um, and she says again, uh, "I'm serious. Please don't move. The police are almost here. Just stay where you are." Um, what happened? You can now make out the sound of of sirens um, that you realize may have been going on the entire time since you've been woken up. You just. We're in such a daze you didn't really notice, but once you hear them, you realize they've been going on. 
and um, officers just start pouring into the chapel. Um, and when they see you, they're, they're pointing their firearms at you. They're yelling at you to put your hands behind your back. Um, and then they are putting you in cuffs and they are escorting you into squad cars. Someone reads you your rights, you think. Um, and before you can really do anything else, you are driven away. Well, there goes our standing. Okay, so how's everybody doing? Doing uh so far <laughs> not good. <laughs> that I got think, heavy. Uh, uh, William is terrified. I think I figured out something though. I def I have some suspicions. Yeah, I f I, I yeah. Somebody yeah, do you knows something. Talk about them as yeah. you, uh, as you roll to level up. <laughs> oh yeah, I can talk about them. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't think I succeeded at anything. I don't think I, I did only anything. I only succeeded in luck. Yeah, so I'm going to roll a d10 yeah. for luck. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't yeah, do a get, single thing. Well, yeah, you can you can you can roll. You can roll to get some more luck points. Yeah. So roll a d10 <laughs> for that. Um, I have one luck point. Do I heal? Yeah, you heal what? Twice as fast as a normal person? I can right? roll to heal twice as fast. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's normally um, one hit point per day, I think. Um, but you can um, roll medicine, and as you succeed, you can cut that in half. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, my theory is it seems somebody knows about the whole legacy thing and is trying to stop that from happening again by framing William for shit. That's my theory. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I had a similar theory, but different at the same time. My theory right now is that somebody knows that we know and wants us wants to stop us from stopping the legacy stuff. My theory is honestly that it's the dude we just talked to. That what? he at least tipped someone off. What dude? De- the Dean? Yeah, yeah. And oh. Tilly's. Well, but let's he's also, my friend. Let's not rehash that one. <laughs> let's also let's also just throw out the obvious the first murder and the latest murder or su- supposed murder we did we confirm that the girl was dead i yeah, think it's i think her heart dead. was ripped out and put on the altar actually That's no we can't I confirm that of... she could be alive just weird yeah but okay yeah but like i i think that um it's just i don't think it's necessarily directed or necessarily connected but the first murder and now the third murder, both the night before alcohol was consumed. We were drugged and put here. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm leaning on. Yeah. Remember when Latin Club drugged us on purpose, though? Like that was just kind of yeah. part of the initiative. Yeah, that, that was, was messed up part of it. before murder happened. So every time Reggie gets alcohol, whoever he gets alcohol from, if it's not a story, it's, well, it's okay. Us. So the murderer is Janitor Cordell. <gasps> oh my god oh my goodness and no, wait, that, we'll see you next time everybody um, oh also everyone add oh. 15 to your dawning awareness okay wow Ooh, we dawned a lot did of awareness a lot of awareness yeah yeah this this so yeah. we have a 29 yeah, you should all have a 29 now oh oh and i um do, well I rolled to up my public relations for my yes. You can roll. roll. You can is roll that... to level up okay, your public cool. relations. Yeah. So our dawning awareness, you said, is twenty nine. Okay. So um, or it might actually be twenty eight. Mine's twenty eight. Oh wait, yeah. I did that wrong. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. twenty eight makes more sense. I think. Yeah. Yes, this yes, was a very informational couple of episodes. All right. So t- okay. Yeah, so to level lot. up my judo, I just make a base judo roll to see if I can roll above it. Yes. Yes. I got extreme success from my population. I failed! I failed! I can level up my judo! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Character development. That makes sense. Oh my gosh. That's actually crazy. All right, so then I just add a D10 to this? Yes. Cool, cool. Let's get ready for the prison. Nine points! Nine! I'm so good at judo. 77 in judo! That's hell yeah. And with that... with that, we're done. We're done. See you next. See you next we'll see week. You next. See Let's you next the, week. Let's say the thing that we end every episode with. <laughs> you, this um, been this week you good. can do super bi- It's been one. Bye. It's been, it's Kale been and I are. It's been, club, it's been, but it's yeah. been Latin club. <laughs> two club, two Latin. Goodbye. <laughs>